Good morning. Time is 8.45 in Dominica and Eastern Caribbean. And this is the hot seat for today. Tuesday, 30th of August 2022. And we thank you very much for joining us. As we, uh, as we settled down this morning, I wanted us to focus on something, and, and that's uh, something I, I, I call opportunities lost. Uh, we had, for years we've been talking about, talking about us, and we've been hearing all sorts of suggestions as to how certain things can be done better and things can be done differently. We have had all sorts of proposals from people who are not in government as to what can happen with the, with the tourism sector, for example. Right. We, we've heard all the wonderful recommendations for agriculture through the years, and I, I wondered how long will we, will we be in this, in this space where we, we just keep hearing the recommendations over and over again. We, we keep hearing what is it that can be done or what should be done. And those in the leadership authority for the, for the country do what they want. And time passes and uh, the effect of what they want and what they do is, is there for everybody to see and we lose out. So. If you take an issue like jobs, for example, and the kinds of jobs that the tourism sector can, can bring to the economy of Dominica, and we, we have spoken for years about what we needed to do, building from where we started on the, the Freedom Party, coming through United Workers' Party, progressively growing the numbers and, and so on, and at the same time managing our nature island product. And, and so on. So, so we, we, we have been placing ourselves alongside other islands in the Caribbean and how well we're doing and how well uh, they're not doing. And we seem to, from all accounts of the government, be doing better than everybody else. It's not true. It's not uh, true. It's a narrative put out there. It is a story put out there to deceive you, to mislead you. So I have made this comparison before. The, the tourism product in St. Kitts, the cruise tourism product, which was at about 240,000 passengers back in 2004, where uh, this administration, under this very administration, uh, cashing in from and benefiting from what they met when they came into office, we were bringing in to Dominica over 300,000 cruise passengers came to visit. So we had a stronger cruise tourism product than St. Kitts in 2004. But in the last 18 years, the cruise tourism 
product in St. Kitts has grown to pass a million visitors and we are still struggling for 300,000 passengers, cruise passengers a year. And what that has meant is the tourism, the cruise tourism product of St. Kitts is adding significantly more value and money to the economy of St. Kitts and generating a lot and generating and supporting a lot more employment of young people in St. Kitts than the cruise tourism product in Dominica. But that is what we have to show for the last 18 years. What we have to show for the last 18 years in terms of our cruise tourism product is stagnation, regression, where an island much less blessed than us in terms of natural attributes, in terms of things to see and do to enliven the holiday experience of the traveler. We have a lot more than St. Kitts has. We have been blessed with a lot more. But their government doing certain things has been able to grow their product significantly more than we have been able to do anything. As a matter of fact, our product has not grown. Our product has not grown. What, what is the result of that? St. Kitts is able to employ more young people than Dominica is able to employ people. So more Dominicans are without jobs as more people in St. Kitts are able to find jobs and, and Dominicans travel to those very countries to look for jobs. So we wonder about this business of, you know, you live and you live in a country, one, one party gets into office, it looks as though they have all the ideas, they know everything, and all that has to happen in the time that they're there is what they want to happen or what they say should happen. They don't listen to anybody else. They, they cannot accept any other, anybody else's ideas. They cannot accept any sector's proposals. It must be all about them and their agenda. And uh, it doesn't work for us. It really doesn't work for us. So, so something to think about as we go along this morning. But, but what I wanted to do, uh, I remember some years ago, some years ago, we, Dominica had a visitor, a very interesting visitor, a gentleman by the name of uh, Louis Farrakhan. And uh, while he was here, Louis Farrakhan said quite a few things, you know, quite a few things. And I was, I was listening back to some of what he said uh, early this morning as I woke up. And I said, you know, I will, I will, I will share those with you because a lot of times we forget. So uh, for the next few minutes, ladies and gentlemen, I share with you Louis Farrakhan, the American religious leader and uh, social activist, been around for a long time. You've heard much of him. And uh, let's, let's pay attention this morning to Louis Farrakhan. He starts with how beautiful 
he finds Dominica, the nature island, and what he loves about this country. Difficulty here. Not sure why. Trying to get this. See what's going on here. This one. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you what. Let's do this. Uh, I'm trying to sort out something here, and I, I will sort it out in just a minute and, and come back to you. In the meantime, we do this. Nature's Island. This is a beautiful, beautiful island. I know I'm only going to be here a few days, but I want to get my wife of 60 years, not old, but married. And I want to come back here. I want her to see this place that God produced. Nature's Island. Beautiful but it's a volcanic island. So be careful, because things that sleep does have a chance to wake up. Find me one nation on the earth that does not have somebody in it that's dissatisfied with their government. We can start right here in Dominica. I just landed here. I don't know anything about this country, but I do know there's dissatisfaction in this house. Well, dissatisfaction is not necessarily bad because dissatisfaction leads to change that leads to further progress. The question is, is it going to be evolutionary change or is it going to be revolutionary change? Now, as long as Nobody comes in your house to interfere with, with your internal problems. You can survive as long as the people see you're moving in the right direction. And all over the world today, there are arguments that are so bitter that people are militating for separation from forces that they were a part of. In Spain, separation. In Italy now, separation. Huh? In Canada, separation. Well, if I can't get along with you, you can't see my point, and I sure I'm not going to continue to suffer from your ignorance, then either you kill me or I kill you, or we separate intelligently, and you go your way and I go mine. That is what the scripture is talking about when it says when the master comes. He says he's going to separate what? The sheep from the goat, the wheat from the tear, the righteous from the wicked, because the two cannot be together in agreement.
you know, a free and fair election would be when a person or persons can go before the public, I'm running for this office, and let the government give them equal time on the radio or equal time to give their ideas to the public and let the public vote. But if I've got to put up all that kind of money to win an election, then I bought it. And maybe you're buying stupidity because wise men will not allow others to control you with their money. My passion is truth, righteousness, justice. I want to see us survive. And we always must know that in our houses, and I'm reminding myself the same thing, because in the nation of Islam, there are those that are dissatisfied because we're not perfect in our governance. All governance needs to grow, to mature, to do better tomorrow than we do today so that the nation keeps moving toward the goal. And I say this because it's in the Quran that those who live lives of ease have to be very careful because ease produces sleep. Ease, you know, when it gets real easy, you know, ain't no struggle or nothing. You, you hear a little snow, you know, and, and you're gone off. Leaders cannot afford to sleep, to be asleep on their post in a time like this. How does a man think when he can't feed his family? I don't care what kind of preacher you are. You can't tell a hungry man, thou shalt not steal. And if a man gets to that point where the law of survival takes place, a man will kill another man to survive. Cannibalism starts like that. So the human is being degraded as we speak. We're losing our humanity because we're not listened to by government. We have no jobs, drugs and guns coming into the countries. Now I can't work and those that had jobs have debt on their houses, debt on their cars, cars being repossessed, houses being repossessed. How does a mind function when there's hopelessness and loss? So I'm telling you, you that are waiting on the economy of America to upturn so that more ships will come in for tourism, you'll be waiting a while. Because if this is what your economy is based on, you better start thinking there is a better way than the way we're going.
if you want right, you got to make your decision to be with those who want right. This is why politics to me, you compromise too much for too little only to have an office. To hell with that. Either you're going to be a man or you're going to sacrifice principles on the altar of profit. What do you want? I want to be me. I do not want to compromise principles that are immutable, that were here before I was born, that will be here after I'm dead, so that I can win the favor of a group of people that are out of the favor of God. It ain't worth it to me. So nobody can bend me to that kind of madness. So when you see people that you cannot even reason with, the Quran says, walk by nobly and say peace. If Barbados, if America, if Jamaica, if Dominica is to survive, partisan politics must die. Opposition for the sake of opposition is madness. Opposition for the sake of bringing better ideas than the party that's in power. And if the party that is in power sees in opposition an idea that is better for the country, if you love the country, you accept a better idea. But here in the West Indies, this is what I'm seeing. If the party in power is doing something progressive and they lose the election and the other party comes in, instead of building on the party and the good that the party did while it was in power, that good is scrapped and we start all over from scratch. This is madness. And the People in the Caribbean are suffering from the madness of partisan politics. There's nothing wrong with you having a party. But there's an older saying in geometry, the sum or the whole is equal to the sum of its parts. No part is the whole. So once I make my part or party, the whole, then I fight for my party and the rest of it is gone because my party is the whole. The wisdom of Louis Farrakhan from uh, some years back. Thought we would revisit that this morning just uh, get us thinking and rethinking about identity. Who we are, what we're doing. How are we doing? How are we going to get to where we want to go? How are we going to pull ourselves out of this never-ending uh, struggle to survive? Uh, it seems to be getting worse and worse for the passing days. Who are we? Morning time has moved on to five minutes after nine. This is the hot seat here on uh, Q95. I'm Len Oxlinton. I'm sitting in for Matthias Peltier Jr. He is back in Dominica sometime uh, next weekend. 
and uh, I'll be here, God willing, until he gets back. Someone is on the telephone. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Linton. Good morning, dear. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. This piece that you just played is so, you know, thought-provoking. But I would like to address, you know, I think I heard the first part of the question, you know, that, you know, um, it's anywhere that they could say that the people, uh, you don't find this satisfaction, you know, with their government. I would like to strongly, you know, differ from that. And it is, it's amazing that he went down to say what the scriptures, you know, refer to, because, you know, the government, you know, that, you know, uh, is given to us by our very creator for us to be, you know, dissatisfied with such, it will be, you know, a disgraceful or a shameful thing in my mind, you know. So it's almost like you hear, you know, smooth words, you know, words that, you know, of course, some of them are very factual. They present themselves, you know, to you in, in, in day-to-day situations. But when you go down to the root and the nitty-gritty of things, it's as if it, it, you must be thinking, you know, so deep. So I'm so thankful that, you know, you shared that. Because just recently it got me to be even, you know, looking more into, you know, um, different backgrounds of cultures of people who, you know, are religious. And I was reading some documents recently how it was that the one who is headed that got about, you know, that religious belief, how it has been portrayed, you know, it is it is said not to be so. It's almost like you remember, like those who, you know, who are the victors, they are the ones that write, you know, the story. You could imagine those who they ascribe, you know, being non-victorious to what the story would portray. Mm-hmm. So it's almost, you know, I'm so thankful, you know, for that. So much that we have, you know, to be able to search and to be able to consider, you know. So thank you for, you know, being there for sharing. But it just tells us that it's just an example. Let me give that last example. It's just like you will be driving on the street. It is said that when you have the traffic lights, I'm amazed. And I tell people that from time to time. Nobody, they see no officers there, but people, they are obedient, you know, to that light, you know, because they understand. It have just, you know, they understand why, you know, it, it has to take turns, you know, why all, you know, all of them cannot go together. A certain um, side has to go, you know, to go through first. So it's the same. It's like the very government, the very law, the very word, the information, the truth that the Creator gives us is the one that is governing us, you know? So it's like, hey, thank you once again. Be blessed. Much of love to you, okay? <laughs> much love to you as well. Have a wonderful day. Yes, and, indeed. Uh, thank you yes, very much for you. sharing with us this morning. All the best. Thank you. And you got it. A quicker way to pay your bills online. It's fast, secure, and easy to use. No registration, no additional fees. Flow is now offering FastPay, an online service that allows you to settle your bills in less than two minutes. Need a receipt? FastPay will send it to your email immediately. Use FastPay now for convenience, safety, and efficiency at discoverflow.co slash FastPay. Flow 
is keeping you connected. Your tropical water ambassador with your hurricane tip for today. Be prepared. Being prepared before a hurricane threatens makes you resilient to the hurricane impacts of wind and water. It will mean the difference between you being a hurricane victim or a hurricane survivor. Be prepared and remember to... Fresh Market Pharmacy has extended to customers with its new additional location at best price. Two convenient locations on the Dame Eugenia Charles Boulevard and at best price Riverbank. Fresh Market Pharmacy provides over-the-counter medication, health and personal care, prescription drugs and natural supplements. Our experienced pharmacists and technicians provide the best quality services. Contact 225 Free two five five six eight seven five WhatsApp three one six zero three one zero Fresh Market Pharmacy. Your prescription bill just got lowered. NBD and Mastercard invite you to spend four amazing days in New York. How do you win? For every 500 Eastern Caribbean dollars you spend paying with your personal NBD MasterCard credit card, you win an entry for the prize draw. And for every 250 Eastern Caribbean dollars at pharmacies, supermarkets, and gas stations, you get an additional entry. Isn't that great? You don't have your NBD MasterCard yet? Apply online at nbdominica.com slash credit hyphen cards. Hurry, offer ends September 20, 2022. You asked for it and you got it. A quicker way to pay your bills online. It's fast, secure, and easy to use. No registration, no additional fees. Flow is now offering FastPay, an online service that allows you to settle your bills in less than two minutes. Need a receipt? FastPay will send it to your email immediately. Use FastPay now for convenience, safety, and efficiency at discoverflow.co slash FastPay. Is keeping you should be getting some KFC. For a speedier drive-through experience, please remember these simple guidelines. Number one, discuss and decide on your favorite meal before you get to the order taker. So you have a soupy spicy upside. Number two, lower the volume on your stereo sets. I'm sorry, can you speak a little clearer for me, please? Number three, do not scream and speak clearly as extreme noise will affect your order taker from hearing your order clearly. Number four, if your vehicle is a left-hand drive, allow the person on the passenger side to place your order. It's that easy. Number five, you can pay by cash or by card. No matter what form of payment, only one payment is allowed for any amount of orders placed at the window. All of today, we are expecting you. Our aim is to please, you drive in, drive through, drive out. KFC, it's good to burn. Nine thirteen. Good morning. This is the hot seat. It's uh, Tuesday today, and uh, we're taking your phone calls at this hour: four four nine three zero nine five, four four nine three zero nine six, four four nine three zero nine seven, six one six four two five seven. Overseas line: 305 or 
Just remind you that the Margaret Constituency Association of the United Workers Party hosting a very important Voice of the People public meeting on West Flat on uh, Saturday afternoon from 6.30, Saturday evening from 6.30. That will be something that you want to mark your calendar for, something that you want to uh, be part of. If you're in the village of Marigot, uh, if you're uh, in the neighboring communities, or if you anywhere in Dominica would like to come visit with us and have an engagement on the issues of the day and uh, work that we should be joining hearts and hands together in this cause of building the best Dominica for all of uh, Dominica. That is the Voice of the People public meeting at West Flat in Marigot on uh, Saturday afternoon from 6 o'clock. 449 As you were listening just now to Louis Farrakhan, you would have uh, heard in one of the one of the pieces there he was indicating that he just wants to be him. And uh, I guess if you look at us human beings, that's all we want. We want to be who we want to be. Right? We'd, we'd like the freedom to be who we want to be. But there's, an also, there's also a very interesting side to us human beings. While we want to be who we want to be, we also would like others to be who we want them to be. Right? We want to be who we want to be, you know. But we want others. We want to decide. We want others to be who we want them to be. Think about it. Think about it. And think about the confusion that that creates, especially where we are, especially where we are thinking of ourselves in certain kinds of ways we have leaders and uh, people who provide guidance and so on and we have uh, saviors people who come to save us you know people who come to take us out of whatever we would like to be taken out from so we we have we, we want to be who we want to be and we want that environment in which we can be who we want to be but we also want others to be who we want them to be. <laughs> very, very, very interesting indeed. All right, so what we're going to do, uh, let's, someone, someone was just asking me by, by text message there to uh, repeat the piece from Louis Farrakhan on, on jobs and employment and, and, and frustrations and all of that and, and the difficulties that that leads to. Um, hmm. Okay. 
how does a man think when he can't feed his family? I don't care what kind of preacher you are. You can't tell a hungry man, thou shalt not steal. And if a man gets to that point where the law of survival takes place, a man will kill another man to survive. Cannibalism starts like that. So the human is being degraded as we speak. We're losing our humanity because we're not listened to by government. We have no jobs, drugs and guns coming into the countries. Now I can't work and those that had jobs have debt on their houses, debt on their cars, cars being repossessed, houses being repossessed. How does a mind function when there's hopelessness and loss? So I'm telling you, you that are waiting on the economy of America to upturn so that more ships will come in for tourism, you'll be waiting a while. Because if this is what your economy is based on, you better start thinking there is a better way than the way we're going. You know, a free and fair election would be when a person or persons can go before the public, I'm running for this office, and let the government give them equal time on the radio or equal time to give their ideas to the public. You know, a free and fair election would be when a person or persons can go before the public, I'm running for this office, and let the government give them equal time on the radio or equal time to give their ideas to the public. You know, a free and fair election would be when a person or persons can go before the public, I'm running for this office, and let the government give them equal time on the radio or equal time to give their ideas to the public and let the public vote. But if I've got to put up all that kind of money to win an election, then I bought it. And maybe you're buying stupidity because wise men will not allow others to control you. Vote. But if I've got to put up all that kind of money to win an election, then I bought it. And maybe you're buying stupidity because wise men will not allow others to control you with their money. But if I've got to put up all that kind of money to win an election, then I bought it. And maybe you're buying stupidity because wise men will not allow others to control you with their money. My passion is truth, righteousness, justice. I want to see us survive. And we always must know that in our houses, and I'm reminding myself the same thing, because in the nation of Islam, there are those that are dissatisfied. 
because we're not perfect in our governance. All governance needs to grow, to mature, to do better tomorrow than we do today so that the nation keeps moving toward the goal. And I say this because it's in the Quran that those who live lives of ease have to be very careful because ease produces sleep. Ease, you know, when it gets real easy, you know, ain't no struggle or nothing. You, you hear a little snore, you know, and, and you're gone off. Leaders cannot afford to sleep, to be asleep on their posts in a time like this. Twenty-two. This is the hot seat for Tuesday. We're here with you on uh, Q95, the the big station. Always a pleasure uh, to be around. Uh, the Walkers uh, focusing on the on the justice pillar uh, tomorrow in the weekly exercise, weekly activity in the capital city, and. Uh, Justice, especially focused on all of the the people who, for one reason or another, have been persecuted or prosecuted by this this government on the grounds that they have exercised the democratic right to stand for rights, to protest for rights, to ask questions about the state of governance and and to demand answers to the questions about the country, the, where, the direction which the country is headed. 923, good morning. I say praises, thanks, blessings, and glory to all those who have sacrificed their personal safety and security trying to elevate mankind to humanity. Mr. Linton, right back, at, right back at you, bro. Thank you. Thank you. God blessings. God mm. blessings. I try calling to wish Lofty happy birthday, but the phone was not on my friend this morning, the line. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lofty more life, more strength, more blessings, more glory, you know, more prosperity, all that you require. Mr. Linton, I, I, is a speech I've heard prior to this morning there. I think he was visiting, he visited Dominica, Mr. Linton? Yes, yes, that, he did, yes. Yeah, he, he did visit Dominica, visited Dominica. Um, and it is sad, you know, for one, he talked about comfort and sleep. And that is where we have to be that astute, that sharp, that awakened. Because the buying of election or the stealing of elections, as he alluded to, when you fall asleep, that is ex not when I say you, I'm not referring to you particularly. We, when we fall asleep, that is exactly what is, that is going to happen to us. 
Mr. Linton is what? Over almost three years now with Dennis Byron, two years on something. Well, you have to keep in mind that we had the election in 2019. That was in December. And right after that, there was the announcement that uh, Sir Dennis Byron was going to undertake this exercise, the result of which would be recommendations for electoral reform. Not, not that we were short on uh, recommendations for reform at that point, because we had heard from a number of election experts uh, from the Commonwealth uh, Group, from the CARICOM, from the Organization of American States. They even came together in a joint mission right before the election in 2019 to advise on what could be done for reform before the election of 2019 and the government rejected it. Do you remember that? Right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I, I'm glad you brought that up because it is deliberate. It is criminal and provocative to be under the gun constantly of this criminal enterprise that passes for government where you're trying to make us believe the only rocket scientist around is Dennis Byron when it is not rocket scientist electoral reform. So the same thing the brother said, when a man is hungry, how can you say thou shall not steal? When a man, when a nation is being provoked in such a manner, how can you say let there be peace? And let there be, you know, oh, be peaceful and peaceful and everybody want to be peaceful. I am just saying, Mr. Linton. In, in circumstances of injustice. In, in circumstances of injustice. Thanks for inserting that there. And I am just saying, what I am seeing is blatant, open, obvious clear provocation of a nation because some lunatics, some thieves, some gangsters figure out they have the gun and the people are afraid and everybody has to just fall in line because they, they can shoot people, they can tear gas people. Your fear does not serve as a repellent. Your fears does not serve as a repellent. And when you're dealing with the devil, you stare the devil in the face and say, I am not afraid. And in closing, Mr. Linton, I just want to tell Dominicans, do not think the fight is about against UWP or about UWP. All of us are going to suffer the consequences of our negligence, our tardiness, our easiness, and falling asleep, because these guys have made up their minds. They will not be removed, not by the ballot, not by the bullet, not by nothing. It's badly bad. And Dominicans have to wake up and say, no, enough is enough. And all the pastors and priests and the bar association and Whoever that is just sitting there and watching these guys destroy Dominica and the level of hopelessness the brother talked about, let us wait for America to give us, you know, like tourism and employment because if America goes nose up, hey, good for us, belly up, well, we're dead. Where, where, where are our creativity, our innovation? 
rather than just selling passports and disappearing billions of dollars and young people are there in the frustration, killing each other. He talked about the guns and the murder and everything. He just put everything in one neat little package and telling us exactly what was happening then and it has just um, aggravated the whole situation where now we have 13 murders and counting disappearances don't talk. Mr. Linton, we have to do something. Dominicans collectively, with all the divide and rule, I am saying the divide and feel, yes, yes, we, we do a good job with divide, but Dominica is still underwater and we need to resuscitate Dominica. Have a blessed day, sir. Thank you. Sorry about that, bro. Have a blessed day yourself. Uh, God bless you all the time, and thank you very much indeed for your contribution this morning. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Hello once, uh, twice, not paying attention. We will take a break and go to a word from our sponsors. We'll come back uh, with more. In just a moment. Five. Uh, what was that? Oh, we're not doing this. Let's uh, have a little, have a little issue here with my. Um, okay, this one stops right. Let me go back here, <laughs> and then this is what we want to do right here. Fresh Market Pharmacy has extended to customers with its new additional location at best price. Two convenient locations on the Dame Eugenia Charles Boulevard and at best price Riverbank. Fresh Market Pharmacy provides over-the-counter medication, health and personal care, prescription drugs and natural supplements. Our experienced pharmacists and technicians provide the best quality services. Contact 225-6883-255-6873. WhatsApp 316-0310 Fresh Market Pharmacy Your prescription bill just got lowered KFC Delivery is here Just place your order at www.kfcdominica.com Facebook or WhatsApp at 614-2633 And your order will be delivered to you KFC, it's good Cause I'm on Hey Dominica, do you need a better plan? Well, Digicel's got the plan for you Try our three-day prime bundle for $12 And get unlimited digital DJ calls 150 minutes for local original calls 3 gigabytes data to surf, stream, or use any way you like. Extra data for messaging on your favorite social apps. Plus, 21 gigabytes data to use your favorite Digicel apps. Activate a three-day Digicel Prime bundle today in my Digicel or dial star 140 pound. Digicel, better together. Roots Connections on Q, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Every other Wednesday on Q95, the big station. Dominicans journeyed beyond our shores for decades in search of economic opportunities and educational advancement. Many are ready to give back to their cherished nature island. Welcome to Roots Connections on Q. 
Join Dr. Simone Matthew on Q95 as we tap into the life and times and expertise of our Nature Island Dominicans at home and abroad. From our agriculture and industry to sustainable development, resilience and renewable energy to the music, art and entertainment industries. Join Dr. Simone Matthew and guests every other Wednesday from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. We examine where they came from, where they have been, where they are now, and how we can move forward together with our brothers and sisters at home and abroad to inspire and elevate our country, our economy, our people, and our youth to achieve excellence and success. Roots Connections on Q, every other Wednesday night, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m., only on Q95, the big station. Jacob is calling his children Twelve brides, so we want go Oh, children, home Oh, to Zion Oh, wanna go Take me Cash and Carry is the ideal spot to shop for your wholesale and food service needs. Don't underestimate its size. They offer a wide variety of best brands in grocery and household items that you know and trust in convenient sizes for businesses, restaurants, and households. Wondering where it is? Cash and Carry is located opposite the Immigration Department on King George the Fifth Street in Rosu. Visit them or call 316-0184 or 255-6823 to place your orders. Cash and Carry, it's where I shop. I find the skin of my house as a disease called Pentepis has to do with paint. Yomade, what are the symptoms? Yele, Sinton, well, it's as if somebody graphiate and the gloss three has departed from it. You're the well, you have come to the right place and the right brand. Do it best, quality paints. You're the, there are two types. The master touch for interior and exterior, Lau Pabuzwe PS Primer, and the color solution. With both of them, you can mix and match. Souvlion couleur to match anything in your house, even your soap dish. Just bring it in. Do it best, quality paints. The primer for all services. Floor paint, Pulaku, or your garage. Wall paint, ceiling paint. And for your steps, Pumunpak Chichile. As to Bobonio, Plus, every paint accessory you can think of, just lay shell. Do it best quality paint, Kote. Do it center, as to Goodwill Road. Multinadi, I call it the paint Looking laboratory. Looking for quality products, exceptional service, great prices, D&D has got you covered. We stock water heaters, laundry tubs, plumbing, and electrical products. Not forgetting our smart devices. Don't forget D&D Plumbing and Electrical Inc. for all of your plumbing and electrical services. Our doors are open from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday to Friday and 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Saturdays. Call us at 449-0542-285-9643 or 616-7505. Email us at ddhardware-supplies at gmail.com. D&D. A reliable and efficient service with quality cost less. Yesterday was August 29th, 2022. 
43 years since the utter disaster of Hurricane David in 1979. What have we learned? What are we doing better today that we keep ourselves, our people, our children, the elderly safe in the face of such a disaster? We now have the reality of global climate change, which would make events like Hurricane David much more intense, much more dangerous and disastrous. Are we ready? Are we in a position today to keep our people safe from these kinds of disasters? We have our emergency forces, the fire department, the police department, some volunteer groups, and others that always rise to the occasion, but are they sufficient? Is that in place? Our disaster response mechanism, is that highly organized and ready for the eventuality of another disaster? So at the bottom of everything, this 43rd anniversary of Hurricane David forces us to reflect a bit on the safety of our people, our communities, our elderly, and particularly other vulnerables like our children and persons with disabilities. So those of us who have chosen to walk for the last 22 weeks for the safety of our country so that we can have peace through a justice system, a safety system that works for all the people, that would therefore allow for prosperity. Tomorrow, Wednesday, we walk again. But this is a walk of a different type. This is a walk to issue a call so beautifully captured in the last stanza of our national anthem. Come ye forward, sons and daughters. Yes, that is the call for all the sons and daughters of Dominica to come forward and to do whatever it is we must to ensure the prospects for peace and to ensure the reality of justice and safety for all our people. Tomorrow morning, Wednesday, we are organizing a press conference at the press room of the Privo Cinema starting at 9. We invite you to send a representative of your organization or your grouping to share your views, or if not, to just kind of be there in solidarity with those concerned about the safety of our people. If you saw the world news this morning, you would see the, the, the tremendous and disastrous situation prevailing, even in a place like Germany in Western Europe where floodwaters have taken the lives of hundreds of people. We have at all costs to take steps to prevent and avoid such a kind of human disaster. So we invite you to send a representative of your organization to the press conference tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock, 9 a.m. at the Prevo Cinema, where you'll have an opportunity to share your organization's perspective on the issue of national safety, 
national safety through security, through disaster response, through justice for all, etc. Particularly our concerns about the vulnerable in our society. Please join us. We look forward to having you there. Atherton Martin. Seat 941. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Linton. How are you, Mr. Linton? I'm doing well. How are you? Okay, I'm good. I'm good. Good morning to your listeners. Mr. Linton, I have a little tip for you, you know, but I know you're not that type of person. You mm. won't do it. How to embarrass Mr. How to embarrass Joseph Isaac. Mm. Leave your briefcase at home. Mm. Walk with your document in a white plastic bag. And when you reach in the house and he starts to interrupt you, tell you don't call names, tell him do not interrupt you. Whose name you want me to call? And show him the white plastic. And then you want me to call the white plastic name for you? Mm. Embarrass him. Give him something <laughs> in, his, in his life he can never forget. All right. Just leave your briefcase at home <laughs> and walk with a white plastic bag. Put all your documents in white it. Plastic and when you see he start to interrupt you, tell him do not interrupt me. You want me to call that white plastic bag for you? Just that to tell him. Okay. Have a good day, Mr. Linton. I love you, Mr. Linton. I love you too. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Yes. 9.42, good morning. Good morning, Lennox. Thanks a lot for for sharing that that information. How are you doing, Afi? I'm good. I'm good. Um, The issues raised by Minister Farkan and the issues raised by all of you and all of us has to do with the destruction and decay of our justice system in the courts, our security system through the police, who are being abused. Afi? Okay, not, not sure what happened to Athi's line. It just uh, went dead there uh, all of a sudden. But um, he'll call back, I'm sure. The <laughs> Last week, on the, it was the 26th of August, I think it was, Davidson Julian of Newtown, young architect very vocal on the issues and part of the Moon Serie group uh, in Newtown area. He was summoned to court to answer charges uh, with respect to everything. With respect to an offense on the 7th of October. We'll talk a little bit about that just now. Uh, let's take this phone call. Uh, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Mr. Linton. How are you doing, my brother? I'm good. I'm good. I, I just want to say to you, just like that big man you just played a while ago, Minister Farrakhan, he stand on truth. 
and he's been consistent. Linton, let me say something to the people. Minister Farrakhan, I don't speak for other people when I speak on Minister Farrakhan. Over the years, I've always spoken the truth, and he called it as a seat. And here in the United States, he has been called all kind of names. He has been attacked by the ADL. He has been, which is a anti-defamation league, a, a, a Jewish organization who, who uh, rallies for Israel. But he has stood on truth as far as black people is concerned, and he has done that consistently, like yourself, you're doing at home, my brother. And I would like to urge you to keep playing what you played throughout the day, Minister Farrakhan. Minister Farrakhan made a visit to the island, but he put things in perspective exactly how you have been putting it over the years. But it's very important that our people hear from other people on the outside world the things that you have been telling them, and they will not listen. Maybe they will listen to somebody else, but some of us have been brainwashed and made to believe what somebody else tell us or, or, or to like who somebody else tell us to like and hate somebody else tell us who to hate. But my brother, you are God bless man. I know by your actions, Never met you, but like I told you once before, I know you. I heard you yesterday saying that you sent a, a birthday greeting to your wife, and I want to join you in that chorus and saying thanks to your wife and your kids for sharing you with the people of Dominica to bring good governance to this country, to bring freedom to people, all those who hate you and those who love you. Because what you are doing, my friend, is a very, very, very big task that you perform for the people of this country. And then haters one day will come to realize they should have picked you long before they have, because the hating will continue. But you stand steadfast, and I applaud you for that, and I want to say thank you, my brother. I'm gone. Thank, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, indeed. At 9.47 in the morning... And we do thank you very much indeed for joining us. Good morning, Fresh Market Pharmacy. How may I be of assistance to you? This is Mamari from Salisbury. Oh, Mamari, how are you doing? I'm not too bad, no. I'm calling for my normal medicine. Okay. But I don't know how I'm reaching down now to Fresh Market Pharmacy. Mamari, that's not a problem. We can have that delivered to you. Fresh Market Pharmacy now offers free delivery on pharmaceuticals from Jimit to Point Michel, Mondays to Fridays. What about past Jimit? Spend $30 or more for free delivery up to Portsmouth on Tuesdays and Thursdays. WhatsApp or call 613-2910 or email us at fmpharmacy at finefoodsinc.com. Delivery currently limited to pharmaceuticals only. No standing in line, no wasting your time. BuyMuslims.com Just order online, everything will be fine. BuyMuslims.com As soon as you click, you'll be getting it quick. BuyMuslims.com It's like having the entire store at home.
at your fingertips. www.buymuslims.com What do you mean where? Go Muslim store. Where? You think I have a million dollars to spend, man, my girl? No, girl, the Muslims have a wide variety of beautiful, luxurious, and affordable jewelry. Necklaces, rings, watches, earrings in gold, silver, and even gold field. Plus, there's a 35% discount on all jewelry. Eh, eh, all that then. Girl, hurry up, they're closing 4.30. Visit us today on 18 Old Street, Roseau, Muslim store. For decades, Springfield Trading Limited has provided Dominique with a very trusted distribution platform of the highest quality, best price. Every day can't do without products and consumer brands. And as the Springfield trading wheels of distribution continue to turn, we serve this nation with distinction on all levels. Supported by a unique merchandising service, serving all major accounts across Dominica, the best daily distribution mobile network, and a dedicated support team. It is no doubt that Springfield trading is being saluted for its market service confidence, efficiency, and consistency. With quality in everything, Springfield trading is providing the brands you know and have come to trust, depend, and rely on with Flowing confidence. Distributors for holiday foods. Grab a holiday. Fruita. Real fruit juice. Juiced right. Buster. You've got to have a Buster. Chubby. Every day is Monday. Colgate. A world of care. Crooks Biscuits. Your vital supplies. Cadbury chocolate. Makes every day delicious. And so many more products. Only from Springfield Trading Limited. Oh, and if they say convenience could make a big difference, then you can trust me. I know just where you should be. That is JP Mega 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 The one stop shopping Dominica Nica 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 You could be shopping and having fun With your daughter or with your son We cater to everyone What a happy place Oh JP Mega 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 The one stop shopping Dominica Nica 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 You could be shopping and having fun Bring Papa and Mama Six or more of any item, and you automatically qualify for a discount. Check us out at the mega store in Funkole where there's lots of parking on Monday to Friday from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m., on Saturdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., and on Sundays from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. JP Mega, the best family shopping experience. Nine fifty-one is the morning time. I was telling you a while ago that uh, last week on the twenty-sixth of August, Davidson Julian of Newtown. Davidson Julian is the is a young architect. He is from the Newtown area. He is uh, one of the patriots who is very vocal about uh, what needs to happen in Dominica. What he would like to see happening in Dominica. And he stands for rights, 
and he protests for rights, as uh, every citizen of this country should should do. Uh, he got a, a summons sometime in uh, July to appear in court on the 26th. The 26th was sat on Friday last week. Not sure what happened with that, but he did have a summons to appear in the court with respect to an offense on the 7th of October. Now, the 7th of October is a month and a couple of weeks, month and about just over a week down the road. One month, uh, seven days, and then you have uh, 30 days in September, and then you have one, so that's 37, and then you have one day remaining uh, in this month. So that's about, well, 38 days. Let's say uh, it, that, that offense is going to be committed. It's, it has not been committed yet because the date of the offense is the 7th of October. So it is something that is supposed to happen. Now, how is it that uh, Belgrove Charles, the complaining officer, knows that Davidson Julian will be without a face mask, uh, a face or mask covering of his nose or mouth on the 7th of October and thereby will commit an offense which requires him to appear in the court two months earlier in October, in August. So he's been summoned to the court and he was there on Friday for this uh, 7th of October event. It'll be interesting uh, to know what happened with that because I, I cannot understand how something like this happens. Obviously, if you made a mistake, somebody's capable of picking up the mistake before the stamp of the chief magistrate and the signature of this chief magistrate goes on the document, uh, the summons to be sent to the individual concerned. Uh, but only in, only in, only in Dominica. Only in uh, Dominica. 9.55 is the morning time. And uh, this afternoon, I had, on, on Talk on the Block this afternoon, intended to return to something that we were discussing uh, last week. Lots of people claim that they didn't hear uh, the or didn't hear well the the content of the letters exchanged between myself and the pre as leader of the opposition and the president of Dominica on the question of electoral reform, but having regard to the uh, comments of the Caribbean Court of Justice and uh, the ruling of the 5th of July, in which we saw some obita comments that, that guided us on the way forward for free and fair elections in Dominica. The observation of the court based on what it saw in the, in the matters that were brought before it is that there is an issue with the electoral process in Dominica. And uh, those issues need to be fixed. The process is tainted and the taints need to be removed before the 
before there are any future elections and any any more elections in Dominica. That that's the thinking of the court and uh, of the apex court. And the apex court arrived at those suggestions, those points of guidance for us, out of its concern about the importance of free and fair elections as the backbone of democracies, a government of the people, by the people, for the people. The court is concerned, the apex court, the highest court in the region is concerned that action needs to be taken to fix the process and make it fit for the purpose of free and fair elections in Dominica. It is on that matter that I engaged with the president of Dominica as a member of the parliament and leader of the opposition to seek his good office, uh, the, the engagement of his good office in ensuring that we have those reforms, or, you know, talking to whoever he's, he can talk to. There are a number of there are, there's an organization, an, an institution, a commission that he has appointed, uh, the chair of which is in his own deliberate judgment. And the purpose of that, of that commission, uh, which acts independently, is free and fair elections. And he's also appointed the uh, chief of the, the chief the, elec the chief of elections the chief elections officer uh, with specific responsibilities for uh, the conduct of free and fair elections in Dominica. And so I, I thought that was a good go-to person on this matter as we look ahead uh, to securing the uh, integrity of our election process in Dominica. And, and what happened was pretty interesting. I, I thought I, I presented a uh, straight-up, simple request to the president on two counts. And the president then took the position that he would seek to try to correct uh, certain submissions that I made and try to ridicule in, in, some, in some cases. And I, and I thought that to be kind of quarrelsome and unbecoming of the, the position of president and so uh, I responded, but I, I will share with you in, in just a moment uh, at the 10 o'clock hour, I'll share with you the, the letters, the, exchange, the initial exchange of letters uh, with the president. And uh, then I will, come to, I will come to the response to my final response to the president. tell you now one of the things that happened subsequent to the ruling of the Caribbean Court of Justice on the 5th of July 
where Dominica was given guidance. Some guidance came from the Apex Court that the 2019 elections were tainted and future elections ought not to be conducted in Dominica with these taints. There remain grave areas of concern about how the process of these 2019 elections was conducted. Future elections in Dominica ought not to proceed with these or similar taints. And uh, I felt, following that decision, it was necessary to write to the President, His Excellency Charles Sovereign, making a request for the office of the President to act on the electoral reform recommendation of the Caribbean Court of Justice. And so I address the President on the 8th of August as follows. Your Excellency, as you are aware, on July 5th, 2022, the Caribbean Court of Justice, CCJ, handed down its decision in the appeal arising out of petitions challenging the process and results of the 2019 general election in Dominica. The CCJ upheld the decision of the Court of Appeal that it had no jurisdiction to hear the complaints of the petitioners against the decision of the trial judge. Even so, this being the second matter to come before the Caribbean Court of Justice in less than two years, Regarding the conduct of elections in Dominica, it appears that the Apex Court felt compelled to offer guidance on the way forward based on its own assessment of the suitability of the electoral process for the purpose of free and fair elections. The CCJ concludes at paragraph 108 of its decision, quote, there remain areas of grave concern about how the process of these 2019 elections was conducted. Future elections in Dominica ought not to proceed with these or similar taints. The taints include using the wrong list for the 2019 election, which was described by the High Court judge as a patent non-compliance with Section 17 of the Registration of Electors Act. Yet, he set aside the unlawful conduct of the election authorities because he claimed the petitioners did not show how using an illegal list affected the outcome of the election. In paragraph 88 of its judgment, referring to the patent non-compliance with the provisions of the Registration of Electors Act, the CCJ insists, quote, this is a matter of the most serious concern that ought to be investigated irrespective of the outcome of this appeal and of these petitions, end of quote. Specifically at this time, we seek Your Excellency's urgent attention to two matters arising out of the CCJ decision. Number one, the need for the President of Dominica to use his good office to ensure that the Electoral Commission and the officers he has appointed to conduct free and fair elections in Dominica act on the advice of the CCJ and implement the necessary electoral reform so that there will be no more tainted elections in Dominica. And two, the need for the President of Dominica to order an investigation into the circumstances surrounding the failure to adequately address a patent non-compliance with the provisions of Dominica's election law in the 2019 election as outlined above. According to the Constitution of the Commonwealth of Dominica, at Section 58, quote, 
the executive authority of Dominica is vested in the president, end of quote, who may exercise such executive authority either directly or through officers subordinate to him, end of quote. Your Excellency, in the best interest of our beloved country, we look forward to your urgent and positive response, which will inure to the benefit of national stability, good governance, rule of law, and the strengthening of our fragile democracy. Respectfully, Lennox Linton, leader of the opposition. That was on the 8th of August. On the 22nd of August, I received a response from the president I shared with you. Dear Honorable Linton, I hereby acknowledge receipt of your letter dated 8th August 2022, in which you requested the president to use his good office to ensure that the electoral commission and the officers he has appointed to conduct free and fair elections in Dominica act on the advice of the CCJ and implement the necessary electoral reforms so that there will be no more tainted elections in Dominica, and two, order an investigation into the circumstances surrounding the failure to adequately address a patent non-compliance with provisions of Dominica's election law in the 2019 election. You have cited Section 58 of the Constitution, which in your opinion authorizes the president to act in accordance with your request. I wish to refer you to section 63.1 of the Constitution, which states, in the exercise of his functions, the president shall act in accordance with the advice of the cabinet or minister acting under the general authority of the cabinet, except in cases where it is required by this Constitution or any other law to act in accordance with the advice of or after consultation with any person or authority other than cabinet, provided that the foregoing provisions of this subsection shall not apply where the president is authorized to act in his own deliberate judgment in accordance with the following provisions of the Constitution, section 56, section 59 and 62, section 66, section 85, section 87, section 93, and section 108. In your letter, you have applied an interpretation of the observation made by the CCJ in handing down its decision, which is not contained in the words used by the CCJ. I must point out that no finding of facts was made by any of the courts which considered this matter, and contrary to your assertions, the comments of the court to which you refer were not part of the decision or principle that the judgment established. As you must be aware, the matter on which you have asked the president to intervene is not permitted by the Constitution. Further, it is a matter of public record that the government has commissioned Sir Dennis Byron to undertake a review of the electoral laws, and it is anticipated that the report from Sir Dennis Byron will be delivered soonest. You may wish to be guided accordingly. Yours sincerely, Charles A. Sovereign, President. <laughs> The leader of the opposition's letter to the president and the response from the president. The leader of the opposition's letter dated 8th of, uh, 8th of August. The president's letter dated the 22nd of August. My uh, 
final word to the president on this matter is dated 29th of August because I felt it absolutely necessary uh, to respond to what the president had to say, much of it, much of which was misleading. So here's the response of August 29th, which is yesterday. Your Excellency, we request for the Office of the President to act on the electoral reform recommendation of the Caribbean Court of Justice, the CCJ. Your letter dated August 22, 2022, in response to mine of August 8, 2022, on the matter at caption, contains blatant untruths and deliberate misrepresentations in defense of a partisan position not normally expected from the Office of President. You state, for example, that I, quote, have applied an interpretation of the observation made by the CCJ in handing down its decision which is not contained in the words used by the CCJ, end of quote. This vexatious suggestion that the words used to interpret or explain the observation made by the CCJ must be a recitation of or contained in the words used by the CCJ is a ludicrous attempt to ridicule the request for presidential action in a matter of unquestionable public interest. The CCJ stated at paragraph 108 of its decision, quote, there remain areas of grave concern about how the process of these 2019 elections was conducted. Future elections in Dominica ought not to proceed with these or similar taints, end of quote. The only reasonable understanding to be drawn from this is that the Caribbean Court of Justice believes the conduct of the process for the elections of 2019 was tainted and future elections in Dominica should not be so tainted. Then you went further to plead your case against the exercise of the executive authority of Dominica vested in the president for the cause of free and fair elections with a patently untrue statement. And I quote the statement here from Charles Sovereign. I must point out that no finding of facts was made by any of the courts which considered this matter, and contrary to your assertions, the comments of the court to which you refer were not part of the decision or principle that the judgment established. End of quote. With regard to the findings of fact concerning taints of the electoral process, Mr. President, you're wrong. In the High Court, there were specific findings of fact regarding the taints of the electoral process, notwithstanding the fact that inquiry into their impact on free and fair elections was stifled by judicial discretion. Number one. The taint of using the wrong list for the 2019 election is a finding of fact described by strikeout Judge Justice Glasgow as a patent non-compliance with Section 17 of the Registration of Electors Act. 
but he set aside the unlawful conduct of election authorities because he claimed the petitioners did not show how using an illegal list affected the outcome of the election. In paragraph 88 of the CCGA judgment, the justices insist, quote, this is a matter of the most serious concern that ought to be investigated irrespective of the outcome of this appeal and of these petitions, end of quote. In paragraph 100, the CCJ emphasizes its view, quote, that non-compliance of electoral laws in this regard is an eventuality that the court must resolutely set its face against, end of quote. The taint of bribing thousands of Dominicans resident overseas to vote in the 2019 elections was admitted by the Dominican Labour Party and is therefore a finding of fact. Strikeout Judge Justice Glasgow saw no offence, notwithstanding the clear definition of bribery at Section 55 of the House of Assembly Elections Act and the generally accepted legal principle you can find in Halsbury's Laws of England that, quote, the payment of or promise of payment to a voter of his traveling expenses on the condition expressed or implied that he would vote for a particular candidate is bribery, end of quote. Number three, the taint of treating thousands of Dominicans to free concerts with high-priced international artists to corruptly influence their votes could not be challenged and therefore stands as a finding of fact. Strikeout Judge Justice Glasgow simply said it was not properly pleaded. Number four, the taint of denying the opposition access to state-owned DBS radio could not be denied and therefore stands as a finding of fact. Strikeout Judge Justice Glasgow only said the petitioners did not show how the conduct of DBS affected the outcome of the election, rendering it a sham or travesty. This preoccupation of Justice Glasgow with the impact of illegalities and irregularities on the outcome of the election with no interest whatsoever in their impact on the process is a CCG finding of fact that led to the serious concern expressed in paragraph 105 of the ruling, quote, equally, if not even more important than pure outcome is the process by which elections are conducted, and in particular, that the process be seen and known by the citizenry to be free and fair and in conformity with the core constitutional values of equality, freedom, and fair participation, values that underpin the constitutional vision of democracy, end of quote. With regard to your submission, that the comments of the court I referred to, quote, were not part of the decision or the principle that the judgment established, end of quote. Again, Mr. President, you are wrong. My letter of August 8th, 2022, makes a clear distinction between the judgment of the Caribbean Court of Justice in the narrow legal matter of jurisdiction to hear the appeal and the obiter comments of the justices of the Apex Court offering guidance on the conduct of future elections in Dominica. This guidance or advice 
stems from the belief expressed by the CCJ president that, quote, periodic elections that are free and fair are the lifeblood of a country's democracy, and therefore every effort must be made by a state scrupulously to adhere to the legislative provisions governing elections, end of quote. How could you possibly be opposed to using the good office of president to ensure that the Electoral Commission and the officers appointed by the president to conduct free and fair elections in Dominica act on the advice of the CCJ to ensure that there will be no more tainted elections in Dominica? How could you possibly be opposed to the president of Dominica ordering an investigation into the circumstances surrounding the failure to adequately address a patent non-compliance with provisions of Dominica's election law in the 2019 election as recommended by the CCJ. It is regrettable that the request to engage the executive authority of Dominica vested in the president of Dominica in the matter of safeguarding the lifeblood of Dominica's democracy has been embraced by the president as justification for cantankerously confrontational conduct in defense of partisan political interests. The requested caption was made in the hope that four years into your second term as president, you would have developed the capability of honoring the people's legitimate expectation of impartiality and sincerity of purpose in the discharge of your executive authority. I was wrong. Unfortunately, you seem incapable of doing anything other than playing your Dominica Labour Party politics as usual in the office of president. And as you well know, Mr. President, that is not leadership. It is misleadership. Sincerely, Lennox Linton, leader of the opposition. Someone was on the telephone at 1019. Good morning. Yes, good morning, Lennox. This is Darius here. Darius Lequent. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm fine. I happen to be at this moment writing an article based on the goings-on in America, which your letter to the president just happens to be a mirror of. So let me share my views. Every president and every member of parliament is required to take a, an oath of office before they enter upon their duties. There are no penalties for not following that oath because the purpose of oath is not to place an obligation on the parties, but to elevate 
the Constitution to its rightful place. The CCJ, the highest court in the land, just like the Supreme Court of America, is an unelected part of the government of Dominica. I want to repeat that. The CCJ is an unelected part of the government of Dominica. It is not just a court. So what the letter from the president reflects is that in spite of what the oath of office of the president says, that he must honor and protect the Constitution, the president of Dominica does not recognize the CCJ as part of the government of Dominica. He sees it only as a court. He is correct, as you noted, that the obiter comments of the court do not address the matter before them. And that is because a court has a very tricky role to play, because a court can only speak when a case is brought before it. And so it has no avenue to let its, its views on government be heard. Because even though the powers of, of, of government, which are the executive, the legislative, and the judiciary, judicial, are divided among those three branches, the governance of the country, the authority of the country, is not divided. It is unitary. So the president, as a part of the government of Dominica, cannot ignore the opinion, the governmental opinions of the CCJ. As a court, the CCJ had no authority to ask for the background materials on the matter that was called before it, because it was simply a question of jurisdiction. But as a branch of government, it had the authority to ask itself what is going on with the government of which they are a part. Now, this is a very, as you will notice, because I haven't found anything in the literature that covers it, and I'm writing about it right now, pretty much in the dark, and I don't know when I'll be done. But this issue of whether the president accepts the court as a part of the government is very serious. Because if the president says, in his opinions, that CCJ, as a part of government, has no authority to reflect upon how the government is running. The president has, by that statement, violated his oath of office to defend and protect the Constitution. That's all I'm prepared to say at the moment, and I wish you all the best. Well, I thank you indeed for, for those comments and uh, that explanation uh, for better public understanding of what we're talking about. Because, after all, this is the president of the Commonwealth of Dominica. He's into his second term as president. And uh, the executive authority of Dominica is vested in the president by virtue of the provision of Section 58 of the Constitution. So... Who else should a matter of that nature be referred to? Bearing in mind that the members of the cabinet of ministers are themselves the uh, 
beneficiaries of the deficiencies in the electoral process that feature these taints that need to be removed. And, and so one would not be expecting uh, there to be any anxiety or, or interest or enthusiasm, one could say, over wanting to remove taints to process that has benefited uh, the party that you represent. And so the, the, best, the best office to address that is really the independent office of president that is supposed to sit above the fray of, of politics, of, of the political cotton thrust of the country. 1025, good morning. Someone on the telephone uh, was there, apparently changed his or her mind. Remember, the number's here, 449 3095, 449-3096, 449-3097, 616-4257, we're here with you uh, on the hot seat on Q95. Uh, happy to be with you. Happy to be with you, be with you this uh, good-looking, <laughs> this good-looking Tuesday morning. Good morning. Mr. Linton, a very good morning to you, sir. Morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing very, very well. How about you? I'm not bad. I'm uh, happy to hear you. Um, all is well? All right. all right. Good. Yes. So far, so good. I, uh, I, I, heard, you, I heard you talking trickle-down theory and application last night. It was very interesting. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> if you think it's interesting, for me, it's Trick, trickle down, interesting. Trickle-down. Trickle-down. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so but, have you, have you, have you found the the trickle down effect of the removal of duties and taxes on the pleasure craft yet? Unfortunately, I haven't. You know, I mean, I, and I'm searching for it. I mean, I'm searching for it because well, I, I, I would love, I would love you to find it because I, I'm, in, I'm interested in that myself. I'm interested in knowing how, how, like you, how that particular measure announced with with great pride and joy in the budget that from which people were expecting some relief from the burdens that they face with higher prices uh, for just about everything. And uh, how, how does that benefit them when, when the budget itself offered them practically nothing by way of relief, but, but was boastful about a break, a tax break to, to those who can purchase, have enough money to purchase pleasure craft? So, so you understand why I am very intrigued and interested in that, because I live in the jurisdiction. And um, whatever happens in terms of it going down affects me. Absolutely. And if it's not being trickled down, then it's not necessary. Um, give somebody a grant if you want. And I didn't share that on my program, but you know, you'll have a different criticism if you give them a grant, you know, if you give them a one off. But to put that in the budget as something that will affect 
your people. Um, I have a difficulty with it. Now, I called this morning because, you know, it's amazing that right after you read the correspondences that uh, a gentleman who I consider to be a very intelligent person, I follow his arguments very often and his comments, and I found them to be um, well-researched, and that is Mr. Liquid. Um, not that I agree with everything he, he concludes, but his arguments are sound and well-reasoned, and, and I really applaud him for that. Now, he shared some thoughts that I have been thinking about, and I don't have any, any law degree, Lennox. You know, how is it, how can it be that the person responsible for any legal application of what happens in the house system. He has sent to laws and, and bills. And, and from what I read, he is responsible. He's the custodian, put it that way, for the Constitution of Dominica. Am I correct in making that, that yeah, assertion? Yes, indeed, indeed, indeed. Right. Now, if the custodian of the Constitution of Dominica does not regard the the appellant or the apex court, whatever their views are, he pays no attention to it. Something, well, I know what's wrong, okay? But I want the people to consider that something has to be wrong with the, the person who sits in that office. At the least, quite honestly, at the least, and, and, and the little I know about the, the hold of the president's office, I think he's intelligent enough to have responded to say, you know, like the, one of the prime ministers formerly, I will look into it. You're making a point there, it's a valid point, and it affects the constitution. And, and so, yes, it is within my purview. I will look into it. Maybe tell you that and kill it, never look into it. But, but, but responding to you that way is a reflection of the, the sickness or the disease that I expressed when the gentleman was uh, was uh, uh, recommended for the office of president, which is a man Indeed. coming from the cotton thrust of politics, uh, humanly is unable to to become independent, coming from a place where he was coming from that, 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 that position. He's unable to become independent, and he has mm-hmm. shown by his, his decisions that he just cannot do it. He can't be independent. Go, go back a bit. Go, go back a bit for me. Uh, we had COVID, right? Mm-hmm. And, and during COVID, the, the lockdown of the country uh, became necessary as far as the health authorities were concerned. And, right. and so the, the president exercise powers on the advice of the the cabinet of ministers uh, to close down places right. and, and thereby cause people to lose income to lose uh, their their ability to work and, and get money and so on and the, the law under which he was acting provides that where persons suffer loss <laughs> as a result of the the application of the regulation, the very same um, law that the president is applying, they're entitled to compensation. Right. 
the president said absolutely nothing about that. He just, he just closed down people. He just ensured that the circumstances existed where they suffered loss, but he paid no att attention to the part of the law that ordered compensation for persons who had suffered loss. And, and, and Lennox, that hence my, my reasoning, and that's why I said in, in the in application, he has not been able to be independent. So he followed square and fairly what we were told by members of the executive branch, uh, that, that the government doesn't have a responsibility to do that. But the regulation, the, the law that the president put his signature to, says so. Now, when you live in a place like this, people need to come to a new understanding that law does not matter for certain people. The only time law matters is when certain people want to bend the law to have one person in the court for an extended period of time and, 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 and harass and, and hung other people. But law does not matter. And, and that is frightening. It's frightening because we, we are already in a place that is, and, and personally I want to consider as almost ungovernable, because if you don't have laws, you, government cannot function like government. Government will function at the whims and fancies of people, Lennox. And, and for me, something as secret as the whole question of, of the electoral process must be something that the president of, the, of, the, of any country should be interested in to ensure that the people, the people go to the polls and the elected representatives are known, you know, with, with, with fairness. So, so it, is, it is painful at the, at the exchange. And I want to applaud you for your, your courage, your patience, and your confidence. And I'm sure that um, your opponents will say that your last letter is rude. Well, I'm glad it's you who wrote it and not me, because if there's a word like that, it would have been ruder. Right. No. Well. Well. well uh, I, I hope they'll they'll pay attention to the cantankerous and vexatious nature of the response from the president to my letter, very simple letter to him, asking him on a matter of grave public interest to intervene. Yeah. Use the executive authority of the of the country that is vested in the office of president to do something for the people of Dominica. Right. Not and, for and me like personally. I, said, I think that his worst answer from the office of the president. I'm not talking about the individual now. Eh? From the office of the president, his worst answer should have been, you know, I take note of what you said, item so on, item so and so, and we will consider looking at whatever. That, to me, that should be his worst answer, not what he wrote. <laughs> because what he wrote to you is actually saying, I don't care to hoots yeah. about which court says whatever they want. Yeah. I will tell you what I want because I have made my judgment on this and my judgment yeah. is where the executive branch is. Amazing. That's Amazing. what his letter says, yeah. in essence. Absolutely. Thank you, my friend. My brother, always good to hear from you. It's 10.35. Good morning. Ah, I'm not sure what's happening with you. Greetings. Man. Greetings. Hi, morning, Mr. Linton. How are you? Well, I'm, I'm doing well, but you have a fancy, you have a fancy line there, making... Um, I, I I don't know, <laughs> but I'm driving, but uh, okay. uh, yeah, it sounds 
doesn't sound good. No, it, it doesn't sound good. But I'm going to wait to hear from you because um, I, I gather you want to weigh in on this uh, conversation yeah, yeah. about the presidency. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. All right. Call, Please, call me back. Call you back. Please. I hope Please. I can get you. Yeah, all right. Well, you might have... Okay, all right. Uh, I'll call all right. you back. All right. That's uh, the... Uh, that's the doc, Dr. Irvin Pascal, uh, online there and uh, seeking to weigh in on, on this morning's uh, conversation. All right, let's, uh, let's do this. We're going to come back uh, with more in just a moment. I hear you get rocks anytime you're drinking Bangs, the XM Supreme, 15 years The XM Royal, 10 years XM 5 years, and the 750 milliliter bartender Come on, pass me a Bangs drum Bangs Extra Matcha, Premium Blend Try out the 200 or the 750 ml Yeah, man, guaranteed Say you can't go wrong with Bangs Rum. Hey, drink and test the quality. Bangs Rum. Bangs Pear Malt and Chandelier. Bangs Rum. Bangs Supreme High Wine. The Pot and the White Wine. And for the fruitcake, Greta tell me. Bangs Cherry Brandy. I give you Bangs. Drink and test the quality. Bangs Rum. When I'm out and it's my time to play. Bangs Rum. It's a trading and the crew making a difference. I hear you get rungs anytime you're drinking. Bangs. Remember, drink responsibly. Morning time, 10.38. Someone on the telephone. Good morning. Yes, I had to call back. Um, just to clarify one more thing on the map because some people may question your right to address the president on this matter since you're not the leader of the house. And um, the House represents the, the, the executive in Section 58 of the Constitution, which is the executive, says the executive power resides in the president. But Section 58.9 says there shall be a prime minister, and then Section 66 says there shall be a leader of the opposition. So that the prime minister and the leader of the opposition represent the president. You are a part of the government and have every authority to address the president of the matter. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for that uh, explanation and reading, uh, straight reading out of the Constitution. And 50, 58, executive authority. 59, the appointment of a prime minister. There, sh there, shall, there shall be a prime minister. 66, there shall be a leader of the opposition. All right, it's uh, 1039. And our little conversation here this morning is about the... Well, in an extent, a sincerity of purpose, because like I, I was trying to figure out, why would the holder of the office of president... Good morning. Greetings. Greetings. Yeah. Good. I think I found the problem. Okay. Listen, you sorted, um, you sorted it out public and to And to you, Mr. Linton, for the work you do. Um, Thank you, sir. Um, the... I was wondering if the president thinks that 
His only authority is his legal authority. In all of this, I'm wondering whether the president, like anybody in that position, doesn't, or even as a human being, doesn't have some moral authority to exercise in these manners. And I, my opinion is that the president is hiding behind the, the genius of those who wrote the Constitution to not have to put that you have to exercise your moral authority in situations like this in writing. Because if you put it in writing, somebody can always add or subtract something from it. And they left it without putting it in writing. So I think the president is behaving as is because it's not in writing. As if the, the written word is the only way we can communicate, or we have always communicated. And he disregards the fact that it is there. The fact that you read that first, um, I don't remember which, which, which article it was, actually says that he's the executive authority. He has a moral authority and a legal authority to lead us and protect us. And if he fails to exercise his moral authority and hides behind the fact that he doesn't have any legal authority, it sounds to me like a dereliction of duty. And my opinion is I don't know what he's paid a $30,000 a month for, if that's what he's paid. I think I'm not sure. I don't have the figures in front of me. But it really questions how can we be paying a president $30,000 a month that doesn't have the, what do you say, the, co- the, <laughs> the testicular fortitude to exercise ni- both neither his legal or his moral authority when it comes to issues of national interest. That's my contribution. I wish you well. I wish you well as well. That's, uh, thank you for joining us, uh, Dr. I.P., uh, years ago, uh, Dr. I.P. and myself um, came on the fire in the parliament uh, from this uh, uh, prime minister. And, um, and in those days, in, in, well, in those days, it was open season on, on whoever. Uh, you could call whoever, who, who, whoever's name you wanted to call in the parliament. You could savage them. Uh, they had no right of reply and so on, especially if you were in the government, and we, we took our blows uh, for that. Uh, today, uh, I'm in the parliament as an elected member, and uh, I still don't have any protection from the chair, but the chair, uh, the speaker tells me I can't mention the names of people that he doesn't want mentioned in the parliament. I cannot mention their names. Uh, that's, how, that's how it goes in this blessed land. All right, so. Yeah, I was just checking here. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. Somebody, someone is on the telephone. Good morning. Yeah, just quickly, sir. Morning, um, you morning, had bro. the first doctor that was Dr. Liquent. Dr. Liquent, yes. And the second doctor was Dr. Who, who again? Dr. Uh, your, 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 your partner, your, your, that's your, your, your partner, <laughs> Dr. I, Dr. IP. <laughs> oh, and then you Dr. IP. So three doctor, one professor and two doctors. It's very interesting, Mr. Linton. And I, you know, in my limited um, knowledge and awareness and all of that, I try to make sense of it all. Whether morally, legally, or constitutionally, or criminally, I don't know. With the ruling of the CCG, and they can conclude either the criminality, irregularity, immorality, or unethical behavior of the ministry, the, this administration conducting an election in the absence of proper 
implementation of electoral reform. And they could not have, I understand Dr. Lequen said it, technically they are part of the government, the CCJ, but they can only give an opinion on a matter, not a ruling. Did I understand him clearly, sir? No, he was not saying that. Uh, you, you know what happened in the what happened in this matter that the Caribbean Court of Justice heard. The matter before them was whether the appeal court had the jurisdiction to hear the appeal against the decision of Glasgow Justice Glasgow to strike out the petitions. The appeal court said they had no jurisdiction. The petitioners felt, yes, they had jurisdiction and went to the, the CCJ. The CCJ upheld the decision of the appeal court that they did not have jurisdiction, having regard to a specific uh, section of the Constitution at 40, I think it is. However, remember, you had, an, you had election matters that came before the CCJ through that treating matter back in two, 2020. And then you had the... Uh, this petition matter coming before the CCG again in 2021. So within the space of a year, it's a two, you have two cases from Dominica about elections, about the, the conduct of elections coming before the CCJ. Now, they, they, did, they, they, they ruled on the matter of jurisdiction, but they said it would be remiss of them not to comment, not to make some observations on the electoral process. And they had seen enough especially in this matter to do with strikeout, to, to come to the conclusion that something was wrong that need to be fixed with the electoral process in Dominica to make it fit for purpose. And remember, blessings, this is important. They, they're not just making these comments for making them sake. They have a concern as the apex court with free and fair elections as the backbone of democracies in the jurisdiction that they serve. Okay. And, and, and the highest court, right. the highest court is making that intervention and the observation and suggestion. Right. But it is not applicable to the president, at least to give a comment of civility rather than you should be advised and it's technical little stones he's throwing at you like you're out of <laughs> exactly you're, you're out of place you you're the place to come and you're address me on this matter yeah mm. yes mm. and and it is sad and in closing my brethren it, it is it is so sickening the convenient application of laws and authority and you know whatever it is conveniently then he is going to intervene in something that is not even applicable to his position he holds. He will go out of his way, he that shall sovereign, to intervene because it is going to serve his master. But in the area where it is appropriate and ethical or moral or even legal to intervene, he's going to come with his insults, technical insults, that Mr. Linton is of no repute to write to him. He better seek some advice. Have a blessed day, sir. Have a blessed day yourself. And then he tells me that I'm aware that the government has uh, retained or 
contracted Sir Dennis Byron um, to come up with uh, electoral reform recommendations and uh, those I expected shortly. Okay. Well, Anthony Astafan, the chief advisor to the government, chief defender of the government, the cabinet of ministers, said the same thing to the Caribbean Court of Justice in December of 2020. You know, in December of 2020, he told the Caribbean Court of Justice that electoral reform was coming, amendments to the electoral laws were coming because the government had retained Sir Dennis Byron for that exercise. 2020 December, you count, you count the, the, the months that have gone by since then, right? December, January to December of 2021, that's 12 months. And then you have January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August of 2022, another eight months, 12 and eight, 20 months have gone by since Anthony Astafan told the Caribbean Court of Justice that electoral reform was coming through the, the work of the consultancy work of Sir Dennis Byron. And we still don't have it. We didn't have it at the time that the, the CCJ was making its comments. And, and, therefore, and therefore, the comments were well placed. 1049, good morning. Hello? Someone was there and uh, it appears left us alone all right mm -hmm. 449-3095 449-3096 we take this line good morning you know, i i i don't um i have a very short um i have a very short tolerance level for idiocy when we're trying to have an intelligent, sensible conversation in the national interest. So please, you have access to radio. Uh, you have another radio station. You have another program where you uh, take apart people like me and you say all sorts of things. Use that radio program. Don't, don't try to come here to confuse the issue. We do not have the time for it. All right? We don't. It's 10.50. Good morning. You know what is an idiot? Yeah, I know. I know very well what's an idiot. I just, I was just speaking to one on the. I was just speaking to one. One just called the radio, and I just, uh, I just nuked him off the air. Go to where you are accustomed of going, and bashing people and talking your ignorance. Leave. Leave this program alone we try to make sense of the nation's business here not engage in idiocy all right 10 51 that's the morning time and uh, we were trying to do this one a while ago yeah let's do this one but if they could, they would say something like this. I like Linus Vepladu. My family brought me to Linus after I died. And the way Linus took care of my body with respect and dignity. Linus Funeral Home. 30 years of experience, professional, reliable, and compassionate service. We've had 24 hour emergency service. So long, no more. Pakite Aye Bazu Diwa. Kia 449 1800. 2757564. 449 2100. Or the emergency. 
number 277 That time is for you to breathe and grieve. Linus is not willing that any should die. But Bobot, Zandra, you, you must go. So when you go, go with the best chaperone. Linus, you know at home. Mama to do from the Sisepa Limus, you got in the Our numbers are 449-1800-449-2100-275-7564 and 276-0400. Call Linhurst the Funeral Home today. Just received at ESA Trading Limited a wide range of disposable diapers, giggles baby diapers, specifically designed for your baby's comfort with stretchable elastic sides and the claw flank backing, super absorbent and super strong, available in regular or pull-ups, in small, medium, large and extra large. Prices from as low as $5.65 per packet. Yes, you heard right. The pack of Giggles Baby Diapers starting from as low as $5.65. And when it comes to adult diapers, ASAR Trading Limited also has you covered. Giggles brand of adult diapers, super comfort, super absorbing and super strength. Available in small, medium, large and extra large. Regular or pull-ups. Prices from as low as $16.95 per package. Giggles brand of baby diapers and adult diapers. Available at Esau Trading Limited, at the corner of Kennedy Avenue and Bayfront Roseau, and at the Kinfield Industrial Site. Esau Trading Limited, making a difference for you. Ten fifty-four. There's someone on the telephone. Good morning. Good morning, Mister Linton. Morning, dear. How are you? I am fine. I would like to tell Mr. Mills and Shirley Pinning St. Thomas, go and clean his mails, go and clean his mess. Hello, hello, hello. hello. Yeah, hello. <laughs> hello. Le- le- Mr. Mills, go and clean yeah, your mess. No, it's okay. It's, it's, take- it's okay. It's okay. We're not going down that road at all, at all, at all, at all, at all. Uh, the gentleman just needs to know that we are not engaging in his brand of idiocy because all he wants to do is to confuse issues and talk foolishness when he has a radio station and enough time on air to talk all the foolishness he wants all right let's not do this let's not uh, let's not become who we criticize all right i appreciate your uh, understanding of this all right 10.55, we have a, a few minutes remaining. You can reach us here on 449-3095, 449-3096, 449-3097. If you're not the caller who was talking about idiot a while ago, if you're not that caller, you can give us a call. <laughs> if, if, you, if you are that caller, leave us alone, please. If you are that... Um, that idiot, that, that, that caller that likes to engage in idiocy and idiotic comments, you know, let's, let's leave us to have our, of our, our intelligent conversation. We, we thank you uh, very much for that. (laughs) 
On uh, Saturday evening at uh, 6.30, the Marigot Constituency Association of the United Workers Party is hosting a Voice of the People public meeting on Wes Flat. Uh, that will be an interesting engagement that uh, you want to be part of, you want to be involved with at uh, 6.30. Lots of issues to talk about, lots of things uh, looking forward for the Margot constituency, the village of Margot, and the community of Dominica. And so it will be a big community event there. Uh, we will have uh, the folks from around the village and folks from neighboring villages and communities, folks from all around Dominica, or all those who care to join us on Saturday evening for that Voice of the People, Voice of the People public meeting, community engagement. Someone on the telephone, good morning. Yes, Lennox, your partner, Tony Marshall, sent to tell you. This in Senzu, you know what is a seizure and you know what is a volley. I passed the message. Have a good day, my brother. Say what? They said what? They said what? St. Joseph wants. St. Joseph, they know what is an idiot and they know what is a volley. They know, idi they know yes, idiot. They, they know yeah, idiots that. and thieves? Yeah, they know oh. idiots and thieves. That's okay. from Tony Marshall. Tony oh. has sent that message. All right, for I don't you. know. I don't know. Okay. You. Okay. I don't know whether there was a, there's a distinction that needs to be made between the two or whether they all come together. Uh, we we uh, maybe Tony Tony Marshall is going to have to call me <laughs> uh, for me to get the the gist and the lowdown of that. Good morning. This is good morning. Good morning. Good morning again. This is the hot seat. There's the there's a very angry person out, outside there somewhere. Uh, trying his best to 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 interfere with the vibe <laughs> of this show, but hey, it's not that's not it's not possible. Okay, just just leave it alone. Uh, just leave it alone. We do this. Which one? This one. Finally, yes, yes. This this one. Uh, final one. Received at Esau Trading Limited a wide range of disposable diapers, Giggles Baby Diapers, specifically designed for your baby's comfort with stretchable elastic size and cloth like backing, super absorbent and super strong. Available in regular or pull ups, in small, medium, large, and extra large. Prices from as low as $5.65 per packet. Yes, you heard right. The pack of Giggles baby diapers starting from as low as $5.65. And when it comes to adult diapers, Asar Trading Limited also has you covered. Giggles brand of adult diapers, super comfort, super absorbing and super strength. Available in small, medium, large and extra large. Regular or pull-ups. Prices from as low as $16.95 per package. Giggles brand of baby diapers and adult diapers. Available at Esau Trading Limited, at the corner of Kennedy Avenue and Bayfront Rosso, and at the Kinfield Industrial Site. Esau Trading Limited, making a difference for you.
Phone line's going, but that's all the time we have uh, this morning. We cleared the way here, uh, get out of here at 11 o'clock. Uh, we will be back with you. I'll be back with you at 1 o'clock this afternoon for the 1 to 2 hour, uh, where we will uh, talk with you on the block, as we usually do. Till then, God bless you. Take good care of yourselves. I love you all the time. <laughs>